website, ojtooks.com. That is O-J-T as in Tom, O-K as in Kite, S as in Steve.com, ojtooks.com. Welcome again to the While You Are Single podcast and enjoy the show. Here is OJ Tokes. Hello and welcome again to another edition of the While You Are Single podcast. I hope you have been enjoying the series. I thought it was you. Many, many years ago, when I lived in Virginia, I went through the experience of thinking you were supposed to marry someone for the first time. And that experience inspired the song, I Thought It Was You, which you can listen to right after the message today. So the message today is the last part of the series. I thought it was you. And right after that, you can listen to the song. I thought it was you. Without further ado, here is part four of I thought it was you. God talks to us differently. Okay. God speaks to everyone differently. There is one primary way that he speaks to everybody and it's through the scriptures, through the word of God. Okay. But beyond that, God speaks to people differently. In Numbers 12, verses 6 to 8. Numbers 12, 6 to 8. God was upset with Miriam and Aaron because they criticized Moses about his Ethiopian wife. Okay, Numbers 12, 6 to 8. And God called him on the carpet and he said, you guys, we need to talk. He, he brought him to the tabernacle. Then he told them, he said, listen, when I speak to prophets, I speak to them in dreams and visions. But Moses, no, I speak to him face to face. Moses, I don't speak to him in riddles. I speak to him clearly, which lets us know that God doesn't talk to everybody the same way. Which lets us know that there's a handful of individuals that when they say God speaks to them, God speaks to them. I'm not one of those guys, and I have a feeling that a lot of y'all are not either, okay? But the fact remains, there are people like that. I'm not one of those. I don't know too many. I really don't know anybody like that except Moses, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but there are people like that, okay? So I want to establish the fact that God does speak to people clearly, okay? So for most of us, that's not the case. But God speaks in different ways, visions, dreams, circumstances, through a dog, through a donkey, through a fish, Jonah, everyone. Through a fortune cookie, he speaks, okay? But at the end of the day, whether it's a dream, whether it's a fortune cookie from Payway, <laughs> whether it's a vision, whether it's an impression in your heart, whether it's a donkey that spoke to you, whatever you heard has to line up with the Word of God. He has to line up with Scripture. If it doesn't line up with Scripture, it is not God. But the person showed up in a dream. Did they line up with scripture? It is not God. So I want to establish that. Second thing is this. When God speaks, he doesn't tell you everything up front. Like Dana mentioned earlier. He doesn't tell you everything up front. In 1 Corinthians 13 verse 9. It says, we know in part. We prophesy in part. I think NLT says... We don't have the whole picture. God doesn't tell you everything. God gives you a word, but we turn the word into a sentence. God gives you a clip, and we turn the clip into a movie, complete with a prequel and a sequel. 
God tells a lady, you see that guy over there? That's all God said. <laughs> That's all God said. God said, you see a guy, you see that guy over there? But she says, the Lord told me, you see that guy over there? That's my husband. Hey. And God is trying to say, you see, if she had waited on God, God would have said, you see that guy over there? He's America's most wanted. <laughs> or a guy sees a lady and his guy's like, you see that lady over there? That's all God said. See that lady over there? He doesn't wait. You know, the Lord is telling me that that lady over there is my wife. I'm going to marry her. I'm going to buy the ring right now. But if he had waited, God said, see that lady over there? She crazy. Stay away from her. Stay away from her. But he never found out until after the fact, until she burnt his house, cut up his credit cards, and, you know, God doesn't tell you everything. In 1 Samuel chapter, I think it's 16 or 17, 1 Samuel 16 or 17, when God told Samuel, a prophet, to choose a king, a new king for Israel. God gave Samuel, the prophet, a word. He said, go to Jesse's house. The next king is going to come from, from his house. Okay? That was the word God gave Samuel. Now, Samuel is first class. Samuel is a, is a strong prophet. The Bible says his word didn't fall to the ground, meaning everything he said, it was 100%. So Samuel goes, and he goes into Jesse's house. What did God say? The word was, go to Jesse's house. You're going to appoint the next king from his house. Samuel popped in. He saw Eliab, the eldest son. He said, surely. He didn't say maybe. He didn't say I think. He said, surely this is the Lord's anointed. This is the guy that God wants to be king. And God told him, that, nope, that's not the guy I want. So here is Samuel. Now, I don't know if you guys have Samuel's anointing. I know I don't. He's a prophet. He made that mistake thinking this is the one. When God didn't tell him who, God just said, go to this guy's house. God didn't tell him the whole, gave, give him everything. So where does that leave you and I who are not prophets or who don't hear God like Samuel did? You know, chances are we're going to make the same mistake. He's thinking, oh, this is the person. God didn't tell him who the person was. He just said, go to the house. So the point is, Sometimes maybe God impresses somebody upon your heart, okay? And I'm just taking for granted that, you know, it wasn't just an emotional thing. You know, it wasn't an emotional thing with a lot of people. It's not God. It's just an emotion. But let's just assume that's not the case. Maybe God brought someone to your heart. You feel strongly about this person. Well, maybe God is just telling you to pray for them. That's it. Pray for them. P-R-A-Y, not pray on them. P-R-E-Y. That's it. Just pray for them. Sometimes maybe God is, like Rebecca mentioned earlier, just giving you a, a model. Sometimes, you know, especially if you become a Christian or you're a Christian that decides to do things God's way. You're like, you know what, God, I want to do things your way. But what does a godly man look like? What does a godly woman look like? What God does a Christian person look like? And God can bring someone across your path as a model. Kind of like, ladies, you go to a store and you see a dress, you love the dress, you love the style. Dana does this all the time. But more, more often than not, the dress on display is not your size. It's not your size. But that's the style you want. Then you go and look and move around. Sometimes Dana doesn't find the, the, style, uh, the size she's looking for. I'm sure some of you have 
going to shops and you like the dress, but you can't buy it because you didn't see the one that fits you. Well, it's the same sometimes in relationships. Well, God brings someone across your path as a model, as a display. It's not that person, but the person God does have for you is similar. There's, they have similarities, maybe in complexion, maybe in shape, maybe in demeanor, maybe in the way they carry themselves. They, it's something that God wants to plant in your head so that when you see your, the one that fits you, you're like, ah, oh, this is what I'm looking for. Not, I thought it's this one, but that was just a display. But this is really what God had for me. And how many of you have ever gone to the store and the dress on display, you love it, and it's your size? It's the only one there. How many of you have ever experienced that? Yeah, every once in a while that happens. And that explains the few individuals that say, I know that's the person, and that's the person. But for most of us, we have to go find our size. And, you know, I just want to encourage you guys because... God knows best, and if there's a scripture I want to leave with y'all as the most important scripture when it comes to relationships, it's Amos 3.3 3 and Matthew 18.19. How can two walk together unless they are in agreement? How can two, Amos 3.3. 3, Amos chapter 3 verse 3, how can two people walk together unless they are in agreement. In Matthew 18, 19, Jesus said, If any one of you here on earth shall touch and agree on anything, everybody say anything. Anything. Anything, which must include marriage, it will be done in heaven, on earth. But the key word is, do you agree with the person? So you had a dream, great. You had a vision, great. Samuel came from heaven and sat on your couch and drank coffee with you. And told you so and so is your mate. Great. When you met the person, did the person agree? That's the key. It doesn't matter. All that stuff doesn't mean anything. Did the person agree? It's all about agreement. So if you don't agree, that's not the person. That's not the person. Now, some of you may be feeling like, well, you know, if I feel like God is leading me to somebody and... You know, I'm doing everything, everything God tells me, and the person says, no, where does that leave me? It leaves you in the center of God's will. Amen. It leaves you in the center of God's will. And don't worry about it. God got you covered. God has you covered. Don't feel like you, you didn't miss out on nothing. And God, I can't, I don't know God. God just does some funny things sometimes. But don't worry, God called you covered. Because you're like, but if God got, got me covered, why did I think that's the person? Don't worry about that. That's for God and the person to deal with. God will take care of you. There is somebody else for you. That's what I'm trying to say. There is somebody else for you. Yes, God does that sometimes. God gives you impression for his own purposes. Like Abraham, God tells him, go to the mountain and kill your son. Trust me. Until he got to that mountain, he's thinking, this guy is dead. He didn't want to do it. He was like, okay, took a knife, was ready to, God let him go. But let's talk about Abraham. Literally, it took Abraham to a higher level because he literally went on top of a mountain, which means he had to go higher, elevation. So sometimes God does that to get you to a higher level. It's not about the person. No, 
I know, God knows what he's dealing with with a person, but God knows he's working on you. He's trying to get you a higher level. And when you get to the higher level, one, none two, then you get closer to God. Because it wasn't until Abraham got to the mountain that he discovered that God was Jehovah Jireh. So whatever God was to him was what God was to him until he got to the mountain and found out that God is a provider. So he knew God in a different way he never knew him before. And number three, he found something else, a ram. Don't kill your son. It was never your son. It was the ram, which is a type or a shadow of Jesus, pointing to Jesus. But he didn't know none of that until he went through the process. So for some of you, you know, you feel like you've done everything. Don't worry about it. God is trying to get you to a higher level. God wants you to know him more closely. And God has somebody else for you. Okay? And I want to end with this story. Some of you have heard it. Um, it's a popular story. I forgot to look over what the story is, but you guys will get the gist because I'm going to just put some salt and pepper on the story, but you get the story. <laughs> it's about the guy who... Um, there was a storm, and they were telling everybody to evacuate. Leave! Get out! And he said he's not leaving his house, that God himself will save him. There was a storm. He said he's not leaving his house because God himself will save him. His neighbors came and said, we got to leave. He said, no, nah, I want God to save me. I'm not leaving here until God comes to save me. Okay. The neighbors left. Then instead of storming and the water was coming up to his feet, then some people drove by in the car and said, hey, we got, we got room in the car. Join us in the car. You know, let's get out of here. He said, nah, God is going to save me. I want God himself to save me. God will deliver me from this, from this mess. They left. The water came up to his waist. Then some people came in the boat. They were like, you still got a chance. We got room. Come into the boat. We'll, we'll get you out of here to save your life. He said, no, nah, no, nah, God is going to save me. You can, you can go ahead. The water came up to his neck. He had to go up to the roof. He got to the roof. There was a helicopter that came. They said they threw down a rope, uh, a, a ladder, grab it so that they will save him. He said, no, nah, take the ladder. God is going to save me. He's going to save me. And they left. He drowned and went to heaven. And they said, God, what happened? I wanted you to save me. And God said, I sent your neighbor. He said, no. I sent a car. You said no. I sent a boat. You said no. And I sent a chopper. You said no. Some of you here are like the chopper. You're the boat, the car, the neighbor, regarding relationships. People are crying out. They want to get married. My wife often talks about people having their mind, what they want. And God and God forbid, but they die, they go to heaven, and they get mad at God. And God said, I sent you Patricia. I sent you Rebecca. I sent you Antonio. I sent you Claudia. I sent you Kim. I sent you Eleanor. I sent you Stephanie, Andrea, Didi. I sent you Jacqueline. You said no because of this, because of that, because of this. You guys got the picture now? Yes. Amen. Let's pray. Yes. Have you ever felt like you are meant to be with someone? 
love someone, marry someone, but that someone ended up with somebody else. Yeah, I know that feeling. Listen, as Ty Francis and I address this. It's with a heavy heart that I share this. It happened during worship service in church with other believers. I looked up and that's when I see her. My attraction to her was infectious. I thought I saw sparks fly between us instantly when our eyes met. Lady, you filled me with excitement. Speechless, I became silent. I didn't even know where the time went. I thought I heard sounds like a violin. Playing in the background, 10, 9, 8 was the countdown. To the time that I had to find how I was going to know you. I blushed when you smiled at me. Your touch ignited me. You inspired me. I thought you liked me. So I concluded that you were my butterfly. But I discovered there was another guy. And that made me wonder why all the coincidences. Those incidences that I tucked in my heart so very gently. As proof that you were my soulmate. But they all turned out to be so fake. Now my broken heart needs soul lace. I need to clean you out of my mind like Colgate. So many nights I was up for you, cause I thought of you. I prayed up for you, sometimes the one or two. Cause I thought it was you, but it wasn't. My heart was for you, but just wasn't. I thought we had something, but there was nothing. I thought it was you I was to be loving. I thought it was you, but it wasn't. My heart was for you, but just wasn't. I thought we had something, but there was nothing. I thought it was you I was to be loving. But I missed it, totally, it was sobering, eye-opening, I thought I was following the Holy Spirit, but I missed it, and I couldn't believe it, I didn't want to receive it, you didn't feel it, what I was feeling for you, what I was seeing in you, I was believing is true, that I was supposed to bring you the bacon, I thought you were my wife in the making, but I guess I was sadly mistaken, why did God deceive me, I wanted to blame him, if I did that, I'll be plain to Satan, Guess you were just a fascination, just a figment of my imagination. But now I seek emancipation for this pain I'm facing. When I was praying, I thought God spoke to me that we were supposed to be. But the other guy who's he, girl, you sure fooled me. Cause I thought it was you, but it wasn't. My heart was for you, but just wasn't. I thought we had something, but there was nothing. I thought it was you I was to be loving. I thought it was you, but it wasn't. My heart was for you, but just wasn't. I thought we had something, but there was nothing. I thought it was you I was to be loving. I really had it bad for you. I thought the feelings that I had for you were mutual, like Washington. But you left me hanging like a coat in Burlington. When I discovered that you had nothing in your heart for me, I thought you were the one for me. But I guess I played myself like Bugs Bunny. And that's not funny. I was ticked off and having a bad day. I even thought about going astray because I was burning up like cigarettes on an ashtray. But that's okay. I don't know what happened, but I'll trust God and not lean on my understanding. I'll still thank him. I'll still be successful like Benjamin Franklin. I'm not going to let this disappointment blind me and make me lose the anointing like Samson. I'm still standing. Though I thought it was you, but it wasn't. My heart was for you, but just wasn't. I thought we had something, but there was nothing. I thought it was you I was to be loving. I thought it was you, but it wasn't. My heart was for you, but just wasn't. I thought we had something, but there was nothing. I thought it was you I was to be loving. 
Yeah, I know how it is. <laughs> I know you thought it was meant to be. But sometimes there's a thin line between hearing from God and hearing from our emotions. Sometimes we really think God is speaking, but it's just our emotions talking. Nevertheless, it's not the end of the world. <laughs> Keep your head up. Cheer up. There's somebody else. And when you meet that person, you'll understand why it didn't work out before. Tooks and Ty Francis signing out. Thank you for listening to the While You Are Single podcast. We hope that you were informed, inspired, and impacted. OJ Tooks has written a life-changing book titled Rejected for a Purpose, How God Uses Rejection to Help You Find and Fulfill Your Destiny. If you would like to learn more about the book, please visit ojtokesministries.org. That is ojtokesministries.org. If you like Christian inspirational hip-hop, check out OJ Tokes' Christian inspirational hip-hop album, A Breath of Fresh Air, which is now available on iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, and other music outlets. You can also learn more about his music by going to ojtokesministries.org. Thanks again for listening to the While You Are Single podcast, which OJ Tokes presents weekly every Monday. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please share 